This episode of the Nerd Savers podcast features heavy spoilers for the movie The Suicide Squad 2021. Char. Alright, if you haven't watched the film, what the heck is wrong with you? Go watch it. It's a good movie. But yes, if you want to go into the movie spoiler-free, I suggest you skip this episode. Brought to you by the lovely people from the Nerd Savers podcast, Gabby and Pao. Yee! Sinking 1, 2, 3... One, two, three, four. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Nerd Savers Podcast. Where we try to save your inner nerd. <laughs> inner nerd. Of course. Yes, of course, with your host, the cutie gamer of my life, Gabby Schultz. Hi. And joining me is Ratcatcher. If instead of sh- controlling rats, <laughs> she controlled ghosts, Pau Castillo. So I'm pinaghandaan yung intro, ano specifically for the episode for today. Uh, I'm Handang not gonna lie. Handa. I'm not gonna lie. I just thought about that like 10 seconds ago. You know. Mm. <laughs> Iba talaga pag always ready and always, you know, like witty talaga pagdating sa mga ganyang remarks. Gotta admire that about you, Gabby. I wouldn't call it witty. <laughs> <laughs> It's, It's more unfortunate. Grabe sa unfortunate. mo pa Pinili mo to. Pinili mo to. But yes, and of course, um, isa rin sa mga pinili natin is our topic from the pilot episode where we talked about a bunch of stuff, basically what the podcast is all about. And um, kamusta yung experience mo doon, Gabby? Because mine is just like insanely great. It was fun. Yeah, no, I loved planning, planning it with you. I loved, you know, mm-hmm. uh, coming up with, you know, ideas dumb as the, some right. of them may be uh, <laughs> and well i just enjoyed being able to share it with the people in my life yeah no i got a few mm-hmm. comments from our from people in my life saying that oh it was fun it's cute we're cute though yeah 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 Speaking of that comment na um, sharing it with the people in our lives, one of my best friends, shout out to you, Michelle Guerrero. <laughs> She was like, ano daw, sabi niya, mag-include daw tayo ng best practices for couples sa podcast. Sabi ko, parang nalihis ng landas yung topic. But okay, definitely gonna consider it. Gusto ko kasi best practices. Yes, ano Bakit tayo? Welcome to our TED Talk. Best practices for Welcome couples. Welcome to our TED Talk. <laughs> Late night talks with Gabby. And aside, ano na pato? Side podcast. Ano, side podcast. Along the way. This is ano. This is the Nerd Savers podcast after dark. After dark. <laughs> <laughs> yes, grabe yung tawa. Naramdaman nung spike ko dun sa audio waveform ko right now. Kaya pa today But pa. But yes, mm-hmm. definitely. Ano yan? One one of the things that we can consider along the way, mm-hmm, diba? mm-hmm. More topics to talk about or to cover the the more exciting then how things will go Ayan. in this podcast. So continue to give us feedback, guys, and who knows, ba amadimun yung kayo at ma ma announce kayo, ma booking kayo dito sa ano natin, <laughs> sa amin podcast, de ba? Hi Michelle Guerrero. <laughs> oh yun, oh. hi Michelle. Yan, thanks for that. Ano additional insight and topic we'd love to cover um, more about. You know how Gabi and I really are. You know beyond nerd talks and stuff. And speaking of nerd talks. Ayon. Um, what have you? Uh, stuff. Some of the stuff that I've actually been doing the past weeks or so, two weeks since we had our um, 
pilot app. Ayan. So, I think um, one of the news that really strikes me is Stardew Valley is now an esports. Why? I was like, <laughs> alam yung... Because if you guys don't know, I have a very irregular sleep schedule. Uh, uh-huh. Why that's... Th- why it's like that? Hindi ko na i-divulge. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I, I coughed. Um, I know. Um, yeah, so I woke up one day to find Discord about, you know, chatting me. Mahal, look! And then she linked me to a article that said, to an article mm-hmm. that said, Stardew Valley is now an esport. I think it was a tweet, not on Discord, rather. <laughs> it was yeah, a tweet. it's a yeah, tweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Let's go, mahal! Asan ganun pa yan? Excited siya. So, considering that we've only been playing Stardew Valley for like a month or so, <laughs> I don't think we're ready for that. But you know, it's nice to see some chill games. You you never think that Stardew Valley would be a... Be an, mm-hmm. Let's go. Air. Hmm. <laughs> e-sport. It would be an e-sport. Aggressive, ano daw. Aggressive calm. <laughs> aggressive. It's the aggressively Let's, calm. It's gonna. basically the gaming definition of passive aggression. <laughs> <laughs> But I can imagine, like you know, um, one of the problems that you'd be encountering is like I don't know, facing off crows, mm-hmm. picking on your vegetable, ganon. <laughs> But yeah, and looking forward to playing more games like that because I, I apparently enjoy them mm-hmm. and yes so I'm exploring more of those um calm more calm approach to games but at the same time I did start playing also with you Gabby just yesterday actually started playing code vein naman which is yay thank you for the steam sale that's like 75% off and I'm enjoying it um, the moment I played code enjoying- vein mm-hmm. well I, I bought code vein long before I met pal but The moment I played Code Vein after I met Pao, I was like, "This game is tailor made for her." <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I'm super enjoying it, and I'm looking forward to you know facing more of the game then. Because yesterday, I just kind of like breezed through it, just basically dodging everyone just to see where it goes. You know, parang dodging enemies muna, so I know where to grind and where to avoid and whatever. So yeah, um, looking forward to more of that then in the next few days and along with the other games that I'm planning to play. Yes, nabi nating time. But yes, enough about the stuff that I've been doing. Gabby, what about oh, you? I'm sorry, I am coughing again. Uh, yeah, no. So <laughs> the past few weeks, the past two weeks. Um, well, one, I've been playing the Great Ace Attorney Chronicles. I'm about to finish mm-hmm. the first half, uh, which is equivalent to the first game um, of. Uh, okay. The Great Ace Attorney. So catch that in some future episode. I have a lot to say because just to say it's a return to form in a lot of ways. I've also been exploring the world of Thedas once again. Shout out to mga Dragon Age Yay. fans. Dun. Yeah, so no, Pao isn't familiar with Thedas whatsoever, Dragon Age. And me being the complete Bioware shill that I am. I've been <laughs> educating her. <laughs> educating her. Uh-huh. Yeah, by sending just snippets of story stuff to her while I play. Uh-huh. So I record things for her. And I hope she enjoys mm-hmm. it. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of Ayan. course. Super enjoyable. Uh, I've been reading. Yes, I- 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 I-
pwedeng other way around. Paano ko ako naman yung naglalaro ng horror games? Am I gonna record snippets I of mean, it and send them over to I you? I mean, you don't have to. Every time you play a horror game that you stream, I watch it all the time. Much, <laughs> Supportive. much to my delight. <laughs> delight? Ayan. So, aside from that, yeah, I've been reading... Comics, uh, the Dragon Age comics, because I've never actually read any of the Dragon Age comics. It's just an interesting world in general. Uh, mm. And aside from that, I've also been reading manga. I've been reading the Berserk manga because our rip Kentaro Miura. Uh, yeah, no, they're really good. This is my first time through, and yeah, no, they're really, really good. And aside from that, recently we've had like the world premiere of Shang-Chi uh, and the L- Ten Rings and it's not out yet but it'll be out digitally I think sometime it's gonna be premiered to everywhere uh, in October and mm-hmm. then we can expect like a digital release about 40 days after that I'm really excited for that okay. film it's the first foray of the MCU into Kung Fu like an actual Kung Fu flick um okay. yeah um Aside from that, we got another Eternals trailer. Uh, I, for one, I'm not very familiar with the Eternals, but uh, definitely excited because we have Angelina Jolie, we have some of the actors from Game of Thrones, um, mm. the guy who plays Rob Stark and Jon Snow. They're oh, both okay. in the movie, so yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, and Nuhail, I forgot his name, the Indian guy, Nuhail Kanjiani or something. He was usually a comedian, mm-hmm. got really buff for the movie. So that was like news for Ooh. a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the bigger trailer that came out uh, this past two weeks, actually earlier this week palang, was the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer. And I am mm-hmm. an excited little fanboy. Uh, little. I am little. Char. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, just to, not to expound on it too much, but... They're going multiversal. They're bringing in the multiverse into this. This is the first movie to do it. I mean, they're doing. They did it in Loki. Okay. Uh, they uh-huh. did it in Loki, but um, this is the first mainline movie that's going to show the multiverse. And okay. Doctor Strange seems to be heavily featured in the film as well. Uh, okay. Not to mention that some fan favorites from the past are being teased. So there's always been these rumors with Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire, the mm-hmm. two previous Spider-Mans coming in. Uh, they have, they're not in the trailer, but signs are pointing that uh, their involvement. Especially because okay. we got a tease uh, with um, Willem Dafoe's G- Green Goblin. So if you guys remember the first, very first Spider-Man movie, The Green Goblin, um, we get, we got to see one of his bombs and we heard Willem Dafoe's trademark laugh in the trailer for okay. The Green Goblin. Mm-hmm. And the thing that pretty much broke the internet was the octopus tent, well, the mechanical opto- octopus tentacle hitting the bridge and seeing Alfred Ooh. Molina from Spider-Man 2 as Do- Dr. Otto Octavius. And okay. he's widely considered the best Spider-Man villain put to movies. 
So everyone is really mm-hmm. excited about that. Uh, other teases, smaller teases were there. Like there was a lizard sighting, Electro because of the yellow uh-huh. lightning. And then there's a lot of sand. So people are thinking the Sandman is coming. So people are thinking that we're, they're setting up the Sinister Six. But anyway, okay. so before I go on a tangent, because I can literally talk about Spider-Man for hours. Um, <laughs> yeah, so from one comic book movie to another, let's go to the main topic of our podcast today, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. is James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. Ayan. Uh-huh. So it's a pretty big ensemble cast. Uh, it's um, Margot Robbie returning as Harley Quinn. No? Idris Elba. Mm-hmm. I love Idris Elba. I wish he'd be James Bond. But anyway, Idris Elba as Bloodsport, <laughs> John Cena as Peacemaker. Something we thought mm-hmm. we'd never see is evil John Cena because he's such a good guy in wrestling. Uh, Joel Kinnaman, <laughs> uh, Colonel Rick Flag, Sylvester Stallone of Rocky fame for people who don't know him. Uh, as King Shark, Viola Davis uh, as Amanda Waller and other such people. <laughs> And dami ng cast eh. <laughs> like we have Pete Davidson uh-huh. as Blackguard, we have Jai Courtney as um, Captain Boomerang. It's a it's a pretty big cast, no. So, uh-huh. Pao, as someone who doesn't typically enjoy comic book films, how do you find it? Um, I actually enjoyed the movie in a sense, cause I've seen the first movie <laughs> then. Um, I saw it way back because of an assignment I had for When in Manila. Mm-hmm. So, part ako nung mga... Na, uh, yeah, I think I was the one tasked to do a feature, but um, the entire parang core team of When in Manila was invited at mm-hmm. the time. So, we watched it uh, nung premiere night niya and all that. So, I'm pretty much familiar with um, the whole idea of the Suicide Squad, but admittedly not knowledgeable about it. So, um... One of the things I asked you then, Gabby, I think before when you watched it then um, on your own was, is it like anything related to the first movie and whatever? So you kind of like told me your insights about that. I particularly enjoyed the movie despite like not really having as much of a background mm-hmm. or knowledge as you would. Simply because sobrang natuwa ako sa script niya. Mm-hmm. Like if there's more than anything talaga sa dialogue, I guess it's, I don't know, writer person kicking in. It's just like, um, the dialogues, the banats, the hirits that they were like back and forthing in a couple of scenes. Yan talaga. I guess that's one of the reasons why I particularly, but particularly like the movie. Mm. So despite it not really, yes, as you said, not really my cup of tea or not really something mm. I'd actively mm. watch or um, personal preference could then on my own. Um, those things really, uh, yeah, the dialogue and the script of it. Um, powered me through basically mm-hmm. the the movie and the characters are you know they're, they're very lovable mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Meron I think I would be um, be expounding on this a bit later but yes I did have some snippets of reactions over certain characters uh-huh, uh-huh. because that is me as a person yeah no <laughs> um, we'll get on we'll get a little into that later no pero uh-huh. and so for people who aren't informed no so the Suicide Squad is technically a soft reboot of the 2016 one because the 2016 one critically and commercially bombed uh yeah uh-huh, and uh-huh. it's widely considered one of the worst dceu films um 
we can get into that if you guys want in a future episode but yeah no so this one is directed by James Gunn so for people who don't know James Gunn he's the director of the Guardians of the Galaxy movies okay yeah, so okay. It, goes to show it, I was actually reminded of some mm-hmm. Um, back and forth in terms of convo with the Guardians of the Galaxy, the first movie. Mm-hmm. Then, and I'm like, okay. So I'm, I'm wondering if it's a thing, lang talaga in DC movies or. Well, yeah. the Suicide Squad has long been a thing. Like, um, basically, they're just usually they, it's the same premise as the movie. They're basically mm-hmm. <coughs> a team of baddies who do jobs that uh, superheroes won't. Basically, that's the whole uh-huh. concept of it. And then the bomb in their heads that blow up if they right. don't listen to Amanda Waller. Um, so, this movie is, for me, I, I'm, I'm guessing most people agree, like, by far a lot better than the 2016 one. By, like, a long, <laughs> long margin. And it's arguably the best DCEU movie that's come out since, uh, like, because um, I, I only consider three DCEU movies really good. So that would be... Okay. Um, Birds of Prey. Oh, f- f- uh, yeah. Birds of Prey, uh, Shazam, and the first Wonder Woman movie. Those are the only ones I consider very good. Uh, the others okay. are average to mediocre to just horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> DC has not had the best track record when it comes to their movies cause and I'm happy to say okay. that this might be the best one yet okay. out of all of it it's just fun and it takes advantage of what the mm-hmm. what the you know the concept of a suicide squad is anyway so okay. basically how the suicide squad goes um we start off in a prison with Michael Rooker's savant uh, I think he's also the actor who played Yondu in Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, so basically, mm. this team um, that consisted of uh, Blackguard, Javelin, uh, Harley Quinn, I forgot the rest. There's so many of them. Rick Flag, Mongal. Um, yeah, so they're tasked. Weasel. <laughs> Sorry, go. Because Weasel. And Weasel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Weasel, of course. Weasel. <laughs> And so they're same. So we start <laughs> off in Bell Rev, Deba. And then from Bell Rev, um, they're tasked with a mission to go to Corto Maltese, which is like a fictional comic book place somewhere in South America. Okay. Um, basically they're just supposed to look for a young project Jotunheim. Mm-hmm. So they arrive at the beach where we find out that Pete Davidson's blackguard betrayed all of them. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole movie starts with a whole murder montage. Like every single person in Team One, except Rick Flag and Harley Quinn, just die. Like Weasel drowns. <laughs> um, Weasel drowns. Um, Jai Courtney, see, uh, he plays Captain Boomerang. Because from the first mm-hmm. movie, only three alumnus return. So that's Rick Flag, Harley Quinn, and Captain Boomerang. So mm-hmm. Captain Boomerang is the first alumnus from the previous movie to go away. <laughs> he gets yeah. splattered by a helicopter. Mongal gets burned 
to all hell. Mm. Uh, Blackguard's <laughs> face explodes. <laughs> um, mm. Savant tries to run away, gets bombed. And then Javelin just gets shot. And TDK, there, the detachable kid, uh, played by Nathan oh Fillion, um, just slaps <laughs> people with his detachable hands, but just gets critically uh-huh. injured and shot. So, what did you think of the first scene? Um, a little surprised, honestly, because for one who's like very much into dark stuff and horror stuff, I'm don't I'm not really fond of um you know very visual type of killings and whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like uh, I'm doing of uh, yeah again we're recording this via Discord video call also I'm doing this face na parang uh, mm-hmm. just squinting my eyes and just you know parang very scrunchy expression throughout mm-hmm. the first part and I'm like uh so much splatter and blood and like uh, mm-hmm. just ugh. Yan lang. If, there, if there's one if there's one thing that's gonna summarize that opening sequence is ugh. Pero that's <laughs> not for the faint of heart and stomach Mm-mm. actually. Pero that's basically the whole concept of the Suicide Squad that everyone is an uh-huh. everyone is you know disposable. disposable. Yeah, 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 no, exactly. Uh that's basically what the suicide every good Suicide Squad story usually has that. And I think they overdid it a bit here. But <laughs> you think no, but this is to I think this is tr- to try and distinguish itself from the first film because in the first film we have two deaths, which mm. is Slipknot who dies at the beginning of the movie and El Diablo which didn't feel like an earned emotional catharsis, well, earned emotional catharsis <laughs> towards the end of the film. So I feel like um, this was a distinguishing you know distinguishing shot na. Everyone here okay. can die, <laughs> uh-huh, and uh-huh, uh-huh. you know the fact that they picked like, Puro, these aren't even B-list supervillains. These are D-list mm-hmm. supervillains. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh-huh. it shows that everyone is you know ready to die. Pero mm-hmm. ayan. So after this sequence, now we're introduced to the second team, uh, containing most of our cast, like main cast throughout the film, which is Bloodsport. Peacemaker, King Shark, Polka Dot Man, Ratcatcher 2. Ayan. So we see, oh, King Shark is like so adorable. He is, he is love. He is the best thing ever. Tap. Nom nom, yeah. <laughs> Such a cute. Giant is nom nom. <laughs> <laughs> and then. <laughs> the way they're just like pointing at nom nom. That was yeah, so we're introduced to them. Uh, they're uh-huh. definitely the more interesting of the two teams. <laughs> so, <laughs> Bla- Bloodsport is basically just Will Smith from the last movie, just a different power set. Uh, basically, mm-hmm. he's a mercenary slash assassin who has who who's basically taking the job so that they can take care of their daughter. It's the same mm-hmm. as Will Smith's mm-hmm. uh, dead shot in the first. Uh, then the rest are like pretty unique. Peacemaker is how John Cena would you know. Uh, John Cena would describe it. Um, he's Captain America, but if Captain America was unhinged, and then <laughs> King Shark. Okay. King Shark is basically Baby Shark. Do 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 do. Polka Dot Man <laughs> is. They've definitely f- made Polka Dot Man an extremely interesting character. Like, for me. <laughs> like, personally, I never thought there would be a day na I would prefer to see a Polka Dot Man movie versus another Ben Affleck Batman movie. 
<laughs> actually, that's and true. And Ratcatcher. Taking, taking the mom jokes on the whole new uh-huh, level. Eh, actually. <laughs> Ratcatcher 2 is the heart and soul of the film. To be completely honest. Mm, like, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and true. like, they made people care about her. And you, you're surprised. Like, she's so D-list. They didn't lit- they didn't call her just rat catcher. They literally just called attacked in a two sa pangalan. <laughs> <laughs> so ayan. So they they're able to sneak into the sneak into the sneak in, onto the island and voila. So we get a few we get a few character defining uh, like character moments where we see that you know like um Bloodsport's afraid of rats. Oh, I also love mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. fact na ano, like you know, yung team ni Amanda Waller is like super incompetent. Like no one bothered to research that um one Bloodsport is afraid of rats uh-huh. or like I know see Weasel can't swim. <laughs> see Weasel. <laughs> weasel, a mood. Oh my god. Uh, so like I like I-, I love that. I love that. <laughs> I love that aspect na parang all uh, of them are just really just employees. Oh my flaw talaga in government ano na to. Cuz you know, you can't have like Amanda Waller's like this um highly intellectual person who would do everything in his in her power so sarili niyang gain and mm-hmm. all that and then like i'm powerful i'm smart i can do whatever i want i can make it happen but unfortunately my team <laughs> is incompetent mm-hmm. i'm sure that is the bane of every employer chart <laughs> 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 so we have a few character-defining moments like that that, you know, set up more mm-hmm. heartwarming scenes in the future. Tapos, mm-hmm. eventually, they get a mission that they discover that Rick Flag has been, like, captured by rebels. So they mm-hmm. try and go save him. But before that, like, they cut it to Harley Quinn, if I'm not mistaken. I might be mixing up the dates, uh, the, the scenes, because... I watched this two weeks ago, but <laughs> um, like they they cut to Harley Quinn, who was also captured. Uh, she grabs mm-hmm. this javelin's javelin, doesn't understand why she has the javelin, and then <laughs> she gets captured by the Corto Maltese military, uh, where she's uh, no, where she's you know um, brought to the president or the king or dictator president, yeah, of yeah. the of Corto Maltese and asks for his hand in marriage <laughs> asks mm-hmm. for her hand in marriage rather it they have this entire this entire love romantic like mm-hmm. f- sequence going on until like uh-huh. in the end like when he's discussing his plan uh, oh i'm going to do this i'm going to do that basically he's saying his evil plan and then, like, it's mm-hmm. going to involve, you know, it's going to involve uh, murdering children and stuff like that. Uh, Harley Quinn was like, um, that's not okay. Then she, I uh, know, she shot, she shot the guy. Mm-mm. So, ayun. Yung whole stretch niya doon is like, girl, sing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there, that's actually <laughs> the one scene I wanted you to talk about. Because... <laughs> Uh, like I was watching it and I was like Pao needs to watch this like her entire monologue uh-huh, here uh-huh. so I was like uh, th- th- uh, yeah 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 th- I wanted to get your thoughts on that <laughs> yeah no, no I saw it can I, yeah kanina when I was watching it and I'm like yung <laughs> ay tawang tawa hindi pero yung 
it's like a very um, magnified version of I guess how I am as a person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait long. But sabi, sabi, question self. If Pao was a serial but, yeah. killer. Pao, <laughs> mm-hmm. Ayun. Um, yeah, but I... Yun nga, sa, sans the magnified version of it. Um, yep, you go girl. Yun na lang. Like, you know, to, to save... You know, save it for those who are going, who will be watching the movie or who wants to know the actual scene or whatever. Um, yeah, uh, that whole aspect of her before killing the president, as in she was just like going on about you know self love and for the next person that I'm gonna date, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be taking note of the red flags. So she's anona, she's preparing her guns and stuff, and I'm like yes, char. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I felt that scene. Anna, hmm. Very, very emotional. I was watching part. it and I was like, Pao hey, needs to see <laughs> So, ito na po ang one aspect of hashtag best practices for couples. <laughs> Ayan. So, after that scene, hmm. Harley Quinn gets detained, of course, and then the general takes over the takes over the country. Uh, yung second in command and president. And then we move to the rest of the group where they rescue Rick Flag. Rescue with quotation marks. Rick Flag from the I <laughs> know. Uh, Rick Flag from the from the base. And I just have to say, I love this entire sequence. Like especially with Bloodsport mm. and Peacemaker. They're just trying to one up <laughs> yeah. each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they're like doing it so nonchalantly. Mm. Like like this is just another day for them. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And then King Shark just gobbles up one of them. And then mm-hmm. Polka Dot, we finally see what Polka Dot Man can do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. You know, sprays, destroys like a tower or something like that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Eventually, they do catch up and they go to the main base where they see Rick Flag just having like drinks tea. and tea with <laughs> the rebel leaders. Like, why didn't my men alert you with anything? Then Sebastian walks in with. Oh, we didn't see any men. No, we did, they yeah. were not. And then Sebastian <laughs> walks in with a finger. Sebastian being the rat. See, si, um, Nanawe just spits out this parang part of a necklace yeah, of yeah. this guy and like. Ayan. Wait lang. So and then Rick Flag's just like Rick Flag being the nanny of the team. He's like, these guys are idiots. <laughs> but we assure you, we are on your side. No matter how this, you know, this looks also sketchy. But yes. Mm-hmm. So eventually, that leads to them. I know. Um, eventually, for some reason, the rebel leaders are just like, okay, that's fine. I mean, the reason is like they can still help. It was all a big misunderstanding, a very costly misunderstanding. Uh-huh. <laughs> so eventually, they do get smuggled in to the Corto Maltese city proper uh, mm. with the help of Milton. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Milton? <laughs> Who's Mil- I'll get back to that later. <laughs> <laughs> Ayan, and then we also learn pala yung ano yung yung background ni Pokadot. <laughs> mm-hmm, Who's basically mm-hmm. just traumatized by his mother because his mother is like a professor or a doctor or something. So a scientist. Uh, so, he's like a, a big fan of like superheroes. Uh, so stuff. Star Labs a shout out to that's usually the base of the Flash. Star Labs. Uh <laughs> Ayan, So um Ayan, and then it's like 
what's the line is like I see her everywhere or something like that. Ah, yung ano where where are your brothers and sisters? Then polka dot man's like, some have lived, some are dead. Then one of them goes like, what about your mother? Then he goes like, she's everywhere. She's everywhere. Then everyone changes the <laughs> shift. Yung scene, yeah. like it's just like she's he's seeing his mom everywhere, and I'm like. Oh, no. <laughs> Tapos yung itsura pa kasi nung the, the, the um, actress, or yeah, tama, the actress that they got for the mom is just like, you know, a very stereotypical mom look. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's just any typical mom She's look. She's basically Kumbaga. a Karen. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, like... I was trying to steer away from that. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Very uh, like, I you know, like you know this this specific actor. I'm not sure what his name is. I'll look for it in a bit. But I know, um, I can see David Dasma Malchian. He's like in a lot of superhero movies. Like he was in the mm-hmm. Christopher Nolan Batman movies. He was like an assistant. He was in the. He, he was basically just an assistant to the Joker, in that movie, mm-hmm. where he's like insane and he was laughing. Ganon. And then he's in the Ant-Man movies. He's the Russian friend of Luis, the Spanish friend of okay. uh, the Mexican friend of Ant-Man himself. And now he's here. He has a, he has an actual speaking role and he's one of the bigger parts of the movie. So I'm like, mm, it's uh-huh. nice to see you go up in the world. <laughs> and so basically, eventually they do get into they do get into Corto Maltese. They have disguises. Uh, well, Everyone except King Shark, cause like I was so mad. I was so <laughs> mad sa scene nayon, cause ano. You umiiyak siya dun sa. Yeah, cause everyone was like, everyone was like bullying him. It's like that's the dumbest uh, fake mustache. mustache. Oh no. He, I wear fake mustache. It's like still look like a shark. <laughs> Just being mean to him, and I was like mad, cause King Shark is love. King Shark is life. <laughs> so eventually they do get to find um they do get to find the thinker played by Peter Capaldi. I think he was the second most recent Doctor Who. Ayun. Okay. So they do get him in a I uh, know. They do get him in a in the bar that they were mm. uh, supposed to go to. And well, there was also like a f- like a few heartwarming scenes where they were all like partying, and then Peacemaker mm. pe- Peacemaker was like, "Where's the drink for the rat?" Gonna. <laughs> Gonna. <laughs> oh, It's God. like they were they yeah, were yeah. actually a, they're more of a team than the actual DCEU Justice League at this point. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I hate you, Zack Snyder. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so and then eventually they get him, but the military come and they're able to escape and mm. then so once they escape um they have this mission they need to go to Jotunheim but first Rick Flag's like oh we need to save Harley then Harley has this mm. entire sequence where she breaks out of her chains just uh-huh. beats up an entire I know beats up an entire building kills everyone in the building you know mm. being the strong independent woman that she is Heart, that heart. doesn't need saving goes out heart, heart. bumps into them <laughs> trying to save her trying to save her mm, what are you guys doing what are you guys <laughs> doing you were trying to save me and then she was like i can go back inside and it was a very good plan <laughs> <laughs> i can always go back inside you can save me again <laughs> now that's that's patronizing <laughs> <laughs> it felt it was a familiar feeling <laughs> 
Alam mo yung, babe, are you okay? Tapos pa would be like, yeah, no, I got it na. And then I'll be like, okay. <laughs> Love you. Ah, uh, ayan. Yee. So, after that, they finally get down to Project Jotunheim. Their plan is to... Their plan is to blow up the tower with everything in it. Mm-hmm. And then get Data downstairs. Uh, try to kill uh, Starro, the conqueror. Uh, the fish. Uh, she's making like a disgusting face right now. Would you please? Ano? Mamaya. Mamaya Alright. Pero ayan. So fun fact actually. Starro is the first ever kalaban ng Justice League. Sa comics. And yeah. So ayan. It was a weird choice. Pero something I'll go into more detail later no. So they do um, do the plan with some really sweet action scenes. Eventually, Peacemaker follows Rick Flag and Ratcatcher to the basement below, and I know proceeds to show that he was supposed to act, he was supposed to destroy the data or like um, get it so that it doesn't leak. Because apparently, this mm-hmm. entire Project Jotunheim thing was paid for by the American government. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Rick Flag, being a medio morally upright individual, um, is you know like he's saying that no, no, no. Um, we need to release this data everywhere. People have the right to know. Ganon. So they enter in like a really cool fight. Like the first first half of the fight is seen through the reflection of the mask ni Peacemaker. And then mm. it's just this dark, gritty fight, which eventually leads to Peacemaker stabbing. Rick Flag in the heart, and Rick Flag is like, mm-hmm. Peacemaker, what a joke, or something like that. Mm, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Peacemaker starts um, seeing that Ratcatcher witnessed everything. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, um, follows follows um, Ratcatcher and attempts to kill her. And then while all of this is like before all of this happens, pala like um, Starro breaks free because of the explosion, and then. Mm-hmm. Um, Grabs the thinker and divides him in half. Because apparently, Star Starro is like an alien who's just in space, gets captured by the U.S. government, and then I don't know. Um, Having feels. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> then is experimented on by thinker and everyone in the Corto Maltese government. So as Ra- uh, Peacemaker finally catches up the rat catcher and is almost about to shoot her. We're then brought to like five minutes earlier where we're with Polka Dot Man, Harley Quinn, Bloodsport, and King Shark uh, planting the explosives. So King Shark finds an aquarium full of like alien-like jellyfish. And then he's like enamored mm. by them. You and don't friends. Friends, yeah. <laughs> oh, how wrong he was. Uh, <laughs> and then eventually like um, they enter, they go into like some office space of the building and then I think some of the military catch up to them mm-hmm. and then um, they kill Milton <laughs> that's where when we find out Mil- Milton is his name and then like um, si Polkadotman is like Harley having a crisis yes like who's Milton <laughs> Milton he's been here I would know a Milton <laughs> and then like a Polkadotman was like we find out that Polka Dot Man has feelings for <laughs> Milton, you know. It's because uh, the way they framed Milton, he's like he's there, but he's always not in the in the frame. Like he's, it's like half mm. of him is out there. So it's like, of course, you're gonna forget who Milton is, right? 
And then, lang, they just poke fun at it here. And then, when Polka Dot Man mm. fights back against the military, it sets off the explosions uh, prematurely, which causes yun nga, the tower the tower to explode. Bloodsport um, landing just at the right spot to where Peacemaker and... Mm. Peacemaker and Ratcatcher and Peacemaker are. And Bloodsport proceeds to kill Peacemaker. Especially, and then he does this sly remark, pa, with the first thing Peacemaker ever told him: mm, smaller bullet. bullets. <laughs> Ganon. Mm-hmm. So after that, um, Starro's free starts to take control of everyone. Uh, the team finally mm-hmm. gets together, and their mission is technically complete because they have the data that they need. Mm-hmm. But then. Uh, Starro begins to start taking over everything, taking control of everyone. And uh-huh. silang mga suicides. Like, kasi technically yun nga, like, I think the movie was trying to say na they're not really bad people. They're just, you know, right. they're, they're, they're villains. They rob banks. Some of them are hired assassins. But they're not ex- intrinsically bad. So they're like, yep. oh, we have to save everyone. Ganon. And Amanda mm-hmm. Waller's like, no, this isn't your problem anymore. Mm-mm. Let them handle it. She was like planning to, ano, parang, whatever, annihilate na lang the island if necessary. Uh, but then the rest of the su- Suicide Squad were like having a crisis. Na, Wait, no, that's that's not right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, so, as Amanda Waller is about to blow up all of their heads, yung mga interns and employees niya just knock her out and they're like, okay, guys, this is what you have to do. Ganon. And then, so they do that, and then, then the Suicide Squad proceeds to try and save everyone. And then we just have some of the funniest mm-hmm. lines like, uh, polka dot man that's your mom we're like king Sh- <laughs> <laughs> and then like starro transforms into this big like stereotypical mom uh, and then polka dot man like destroys her leg uh, and then <laughs> it's like i'm a superhero i'm a superhero <laughs> then he gets squashed <laughs> squashed by yeah, starro yeah, yeah. and then you know like king shark Monster nom big nom monster <laughs> nom nom. <laughs> and then so there's a big action sequence. Eventually, uh, Harley Quinn figures out what the javelin's for. She jumps in towards the eye, which disgusted me to no end because I am weak for eye things. Um, <laughs> and then Ratcatcher swarms the insides of Starro's body with rats. Mm-hmm. Everyone dies. Uh, the team blackmails Amanda Waller. Um, mm-hmm. blackmails Amanda Waller that if she blows up their heads or doesn't deactivate the bombs they'll release the data and if anything happens to Bloodsport mm-hmm. or any of them he'll release the data basically again on. and mm-hmm. basically the movie ends there there's like news like a group of metahumans I know um, saved Corto Maltese right, right. and then at the end of the movie we find out that Weasel is alive <laughs> because same Ayan. fun fact <laughs> hindi tapos na fun lahat. fact si Weasel yung motion capture niya is James Gunn's brother Sean Gunn ayan Ooh, uh, he's also in he's okay. also in he's also in Guardians of the Galaxy he's the second in command ni Yondu the one who inherits his fin pero mm. ayan and then <laughs> If you watched yung mid credit scene, uh, we also find out that Peacemaker survives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So basically, that's the entire movie. And we'll get 
yeah, so this has been extremely okay. long. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we'll get back to you with our thoughts, what we like, what we don't like, yes. in a bit. And of course, additional um, kudas from me mm-hmm. after watching um, the movie. And additional, I may say, is because they may be out of line that ends up lot. Just like me talking out of my head for like, you know, randomly kung mini message kay Gabby earlier. But yes, more of that after the break. Once again, this is the Nerd Savers Podcast with Pao and Gabby. Yeah. Hey guys, once again, thank you so much for joining us here on the Nerd Savers Podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed our pilot app and around half of this current episode because we're super enjoying making all of these content for you. We'd also love to hear from you definitely, so don't hesitate to reach us out on Facebook at the Nerd Savers Podcast or send us an email at thenerdsaverspodcast at gmail.com. Uh-huh. We're back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So welcome we back to the Nerd Savers podcast with Pau and Gabby. Wow, it's happening this time. So, Pau, just tell me, like, you know, like you said, you did enjoy the movie overall. Uh-huh, like, uh-huh. It's a fun movie, right? You can't deny it. It mm-hmm. definitely, yeah, like, yeah, the plot cool. isn't very complicated. Like, it's not gonna uh-huh. win any art house awards. Typical, ano. It's the typical hero yeah, movie. Yeah, uh, but it's it's plot, plot wise, it's I very mean. very fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, mm-hmm. and what do you like? What don't you like? Ano mga reactions mo? <laughs> um, yun nga, I, I guess uh, as I said earlier when we started the um the episode, um one of the things that made it fun for me were the characters, how likable and lovable they are, and of course the dialogues and stuff. And yeah, a few things that would trigger heartstrings. Like, for example, um, before I get into that heartstring moment, pala, like I was messaging Gabby earlier. I'm gonna insert myself here because, you know, dark horror person and whatever. I'm just like, this yung scene na they, they get inside um, Miltenheim, tapos they just see like these grotesque um, half people, but they're like, technically quote unquote alive because of the starfish are like controlling mm-hmm. them tapos you see these like cages and stuff na just mindless people you know zomb- zombies in a sense tapos you just see them basta it was it was quite dark think outlast or something mm-hmm. parang mm-hmm. ganun um very outlast type of look <laughs> silent hill type of look but then i'm like babe i can't take this seriously with starfish on their face mm-hmm. Like, okay, here's the thing. Like, I love the sea. I, lagi akong sumisisid under the sea. Like, I would go to deep parts of the sea and just look for stuff that I can potentially look at. And I'd often see starfish from um, the depths that I'd swim at. So, I'm like, oh my gosh, they're like, I, I just call them, they're like coffee buns. Mukasilang coffee buns under the sea. And they're just like really cute creatures and stuff. And I'm like, you see like half people, like, 
people who are like strapped in you know um, stretchers and stuff. Pero um, they're technically alive and wriggling. But then there's this starfish on their face, and I'm like, na confuse yung brain cells ko na I should be liking the whole grotesque aspect of it or the dark aspect of it. But then there's this cute starfish on their face, and I'm like, uh, babe, it's like. In a sense, mor- morbid-wise, you know, in effect, it's a more morbid type of Cthulhu. Mm-hmm. Yes, yun talaga yung una kong naisip, because you know how Cthulhu would also uh, manipulate your brain, control you, and all that. But without having to put, like, octopi on your face. I don't know, like... That's a... I mean... That's a trademark Starro thing. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 no, no. Kaya nga sabi ko, I'm just like... I, I kind of I'm curious about the thought process then along the mm-hmm. way about like of all the things that you can potentially associate a mind controlling sinister villain such as Starro na talaga namang like it's very um you know a typical kind of villain of mind controlling that not only controls you ng walang touch as in you know I'm going to multiply myself attach myself to you and then you know like suck off your energy give it to me and make myself bigger mm-hmm. and whatever and I'm like why starfish they're cute sabi ko kay Gabi kanina I'm like but they're cute hindi ko maseryoso yung grotesqueness of the scene or how sinister the um, Starro supposed to be cause like tas ang taba pa niya cause like you know after all the humans na nasuck off na niya and uh, na-control na niya and all it's like this fat starfish like r- rummaging through the city and I'm like ah cute <laughs> well my my, <laughs> my 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 thoughts on that I mean Starro has always tra- traditionally looked like a starfish like that's mm-hmm. always the I know I'll, I'll get into I do have some qualms with how they used Starro in the movie definitely although he's not a very popular villain to begin with um uh-huh. but like uh <laughs> Where was I going with this? But like the way I explain Starro's appearance is basically he's the quintessential parasitic alien na parang he has to look harmless para ano para people don't kill him outright when they see him and he can take over their bodies. A good point. People don't kill him outright when they see him and that's where that heartwarming masanot na trigger yung heartstrings ko dun sa linyang yon. I cannot with that as in I felt that physical oh, the, the, the line he says when he dies. in my chest. Yung, yeah, he has he had to use one of the um, soldiers and stuff to kind of like revive himself a bit more mm-hmm. just so he can utter out one last yeah, line, yeah, yeah. Which, which was, I was happy floating and staring at the stars and my gosh, yeah, uh, my heart. Hindi ko pin like you know he na build up na yung movie with like I'm this. Um, heartless being. I'm just yeah, gonna yeah, yeah. attack. I'm just gonna control, kill people, blah blah blah. But then still, you know, as usual, it's our fault. Humans' yeah, fault. Yeah. Uh, like, like, why honesty, is it like, causing? Star wasn't a bad thing. He just wanted yeah, revenge, it... diba? He just wanted revenge because he was experimented was on. A... That line. It's a one-liner that. Gra. Hanggang ngayon na Well, considering you just watched physical. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, considering myself, like after the movie, I'm usually over and done with whatever uh, emotional uh, aspects of the movie entail, uh, right? But especially if it's not like directly relating to me, because one of the things that just a, just a comparison is one of the things that I really cried over even after the movie was Coco. Mm-hmm. 
Because at the time, I was facing a similar situation. So, but more often than not, kahit anong emotional aspect pa ng movie na yan, right after the movie, I'm like, I can talk about it and be like, oh yeah, that was sad. But now, even though I'm recalling the line, saying the line, I can, meron pa rin siyang physical manifestation mm-hmm. on my chest. I'm bigot, I, for some reason, bigot na bigot talaga ako dun sa, sa line na yun. Na I, was, I was happy just, you know, floating and staring at the stars because I mean, same. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like, if I have, like, free access to the beauty that is the galaxy, the universe, uh-huh. all of the known universe, without me having to suffer, like, I don't know, um, hypothermia and lack of oxygen, and what, death, in mm-hmm. short, I would also be happy just floating there mm-hmm. and staring at the mm-hmm. stars. But no, we have to go out there and, like, be assholes and be like, okay, we captured this thing. So, yeah, goes to show why he's also taking revenge. And By yes, using the first same. swear word of the podcast. <laughs> I honestly thought it would be me. <laughs> <laughs> I would probably have to change the tags of this specific episode alone solely for that word, but I am not sorry for it because I'm. I, if oh, yeah, yeah, I know, I get it. I think kita naman. I, I mean, even if people don't see the video right now, you can hear it on my voice how affected ako dun sa yeah, like, na yun. But yes, other than Starro, I guess I was um adding a bit more commentary then sa Discord namin kanina. Because uh, while everything was happening, I was like typing stuff real time. Example, yun nga, with, with um, my commentary about Project Starfish would have been up my alley of dark or horror if it's not, you know, Starfish. It's more like I, I'm actually reading the chat, the, the, my chats earlier. It's like a more morbid, in effect, yet euphemized version of Cthulhu. Because, you know, Cthulhu naman is made to be scary, mm-hmm. strong, and powerful, and fear me, and all. But I mean. <laughs> You can see like a giant starfish. I just want to because. But yeah, and then for the ano naman, I was like, nanawe king shark a mood, mm-hmm. because yes, a total mood. Like just like it's so me in the sense I'm just like, I'm just, I'm making this face. But yes, like kind of like that sabaw kind Damn. of thing. <laughs> and then, and then Cleo Ratcatcher too is like same in terms of like always dead and asleep and like you know just i don't want to do this can we do something else mm-hmm. i can <laughs> confirm Sebastian, that <laughs> yeah 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 i'm not I'm, I'm not even hiding like, i mean i'm pretty sure like people who know me you know also mm-hmm. mm, same you guys know mm-hmm. that and yeah sebastian the rat makes me miss having a furry companion here because like yeah my dog toby passed away uh, i think it's been a month a yeah. month uh, or so, Made right? me think of Ratatouille. And you feeling na lag, lagi kang may kasama na, uh-huh. you know, furry companion. And yeah, Ratatouille definitely. Pero baliktad, ikaw yung nagko-control sa rat and not, you know, the con- rat controlling mm-hmm. the person. Mm-hmm. And Weasel, same. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, gusto ko kasi yung ginawa sa character niya na he quote-unquote dies at the start of the movie. Tapos nagising lang siya at the end of it. It's like, it's all done. It's all over. It's just like, what's happening? And I'm like, same. <laughs> Ito pa, like, but one yeah. of my favorite things mm. that you messaged me. It's like your sister said. Uh-huh. Can watch pose- Pao can watch possessions and jump scares with a straight face, but is goddamn like this when there are centipedes on the screen. And she was like hiding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I know. With but all- I mean, that, that was a totally different thing. Uh, my family was watching this documentary earlier uh, about some deadly animals here in Asia. I don't know why we were wa- they yeah, were watching yeah. that. We were watching imagine, that like, I can just dinner. imagine you like sitting straight through like all the gory scenes and all the disturbing scenes in this movie. 
uh-huh. then being barely affected and the thought of a centipede just I cannot <laughs> I would I scream like the more because uh, I was feeding my cats earlier mm. pagpasok ko ng door um makikita mo kasi kagad yung view ng TV and I'm like what the hell is on that screen in full HD glory mm-hmm. so zoomed in like napasigaw talaga ako and I just sat down sa couch grabbed one of the sandalans and I'm just like you know hiding and like cowering in fear like no get that away from mm-hmm. me but yeah but throughout the movie the, the gory parts of the movie and I guess that's one of the things that I didn't like about it simply because it's just a preference mm-hmm. at this point I'm just like not really fond of um, body horror really visual um, stuff like uh, that but you know I mean it's potential then to the plot uh, mm-hmm. in in which cases like I digress but yeah hindi lang ako fond so that's one of the things that made me like have this um, scrunchy look on my face throughout the uh, mm-hmm. when it's playing and ayun and I guess to summarize what I really liked about it is how yung human aspect yeah. of mm-hmm, definitely. you know how they were all they're supers they, they have all of these great abilities and stuff but at the end of the day they're just people they're just um yeah they have their flaws they have their weaknesses they have um their achilles heel kumbaga and babalik na naman tayo kay star and i'm just gonna go on a rampage here again and basically na ganun ganung idea na you know we we see that there's this bad thing and what's causing that and the way it's justified in a sense, the no movies. I'm not gonna throw out there and just put a villain mm-hmm. and put a bad guy and that's mm-hmm. it. Like, meron paring even the villain has a backstory. I guess the, the the reason why I'm fond of, I mean, I like that aspect then for Starro is because, again, I think I mentioned in the first um, episode, uh, pilot app that I also used to write, mm-hmm. and one of the things that I love writing about is um, this thing is bad or known to be mm-hmm. bad, but what's causing mm-hmm. that? So something to that effect. And nakita ko yun sa how they made that scene with Star <laughs> Yun na naman ako dun sa linya. I'm feeling it again. <laughs> so, ayun. I guess those are the, those would be the top summaries of what I liked and didn't like in the mm-hmm. movie. Ako naman, like, kung ikaw bumigat puso mo when he said that line. Ako bumigat puso ko after King Shark fell from the tower while being eaten by the cute alien jellyfish. Then he stopped moving oh, no. for a while. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, no, you don't do this to Nanawe. He is precious. He must be protected. Ayan. Protect with double C. Ayan. Yeah, so uh, there, yun dun talaga medyo na ano yung puso ko. Pero, yeah, no, overall, I do like the film. Um, I do, like, everyone was clamoring kasi, kasi the 2016 Suicide Squad was PG. Uh, everyone was clamoring for an R rating with uh, okay. the Suicide Squad. And that's what we got. That's why there's so much body, like, explosions, violence. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. I'm never typically a fan of them too, but um, it, for me, it added a lot to how gritty the movie is talaga. And how, you mm-hmm. know, the entire, like, yung spectacle of the movie for me. Like, I know, I love uh-huh. the pacing of the movie. It's like, when we feel like you're, I know, um, when we feel like we've been in a song, uh, a scene for too long, shifts mm-hmm. to another scene like just at the right yeah, time yeah yeah yung mga eight, 8 minutes earlier yeah. yung mga so ganun. parang the um, ano, the the pacing of the movie is like really really good like it always keeps you on your toes yeah, 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 yeah. I love the splash screens like every time they're about to enter ah, ah, like ah, into right, a new right, sequence right. ganun there's always like mission Jotunheim mission save Harley Quinn ganun ah. ganun uh, yeah so honestly a lot of the things that 
I don't like about the film are pretty much nitpicks. Uh, the movie are the movie itself, like Bloodsport and Peacemaker for me made the movie. Uh, mm-hmm. King Shark and Ratcatcher and Polka Dot Man are like the heart of the film for me. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I mean the performances all around are just really good. Harley Quinn, right, Margot Robbie right. is an excellent Harley Quinn. We've seen that in the first Suicide Squad. She's like one mm-hmm. of the only bright spots of that movie. We saw it in Birds of Prey. Um, uh-huh. And here she knocks it out of the park a little. Pero with the things I don't right. like, I might have to include Harley Quinn. I okay. love her story. I love her. Mm-hmm. I love every aspect of what she w- is in the movie. But she's the one character that will never be killed in these movies. In these movies, because right, everyone right. in the movie is expendable. Pero you know they'll never kill Harley Quinn because Harley Quinn makes too much money. Harley <laughs> Quinn yeah, yeah, is yeah. undoubtedly one of the most popular DC comic book characters in the world. And this is unprecedented because uh, I'm sure Pao doesn't know this, but Harley Quinn didn't originate from the comics. She was mm. adapted into the comics because she was so popular in the animated series. Oh, okay. And when she came into the comics, she became a hit. She had her entire story arc where she was with the Joker and then she becomes... Uh, she leaves the Joker, becomes a jilted lover. That was eventually finds happiness in Poison Ivy. Harley Quinn has her own animated series now, which is apparently really good, and I really need to watch that. Okay. She's never going to die. Like in these movies, they're going to use her somewhere mm-hmm. else. So her presence there just, you know, adds. Uh, she's a household name. She's never going to be killed in a movie like this. She's not expendable, cause the DC. Mm-hmm. Ayan. So, mm-hmm. as much as I love her in this movie, the movie could have done without her presence. Because okay. it defeats the purpose of the Suicide Squad. Uh, okay, gets, I would have right. preferred if she wasn't in the movie anymore. Because she was already doing her own thing in Birds of Prey. And mm-hmm. she can, mm-hmm. if, any, if Birds of Prey proved anything, she can, she can carry her own movie. And she's an interesting okay. enough character to carry her own movie. Right. Additionally, there's just this wasted because the typical thing with um, Starro could have been changed with any character, like any generic monster. Uh, mm-hmm. I like I-, I liked Starro again in this film. Like yes, mabigat rin yung linya niya and everything. Pero less about the cutie starfishes, but more about just you know because typically when we have Starro in a comic book movie or a co- an episode of a superhero cartoon um basically the dilemma of people is since he can control people uh they have to fight people they consider as friends they have to consider mm-hmm. as i know so we didn't get that here because they added a new they added a new element to star wherein every time he attaches on someone's face they die they're basically dead and mm-hmm. even if their injuries are so bad he can still make it move but the body is dead the moment the starfish right. attack, which isn't usually the case in the comics, they're still alive okay. in the comics when they get um, when Starro controls them. They're typically still alive, and you know, like the dilemma is like Wonder Woman sees Superman being controlled by Starro. The dilemma is mm-hmm. to get to get him out of the mind control. Wonder Woman has to fight Superman. Has to fight. Okay. Uh, so you lose ah, that. You lose right. that element of Starro, and what? 
to me was the ano, what to me siguro one wasted thing that they could have done since they established na regardless of how bad the injuries are uh Starro can still control mga kalab, uh can still still can control someone Mm-hmm. Sana they used the dead members in the first part of the film as like uh, as like a oh. fight. So basically, uh-uh. before they go fight Starro himself, um, mm-hmm. like say we have the corpses of Captain Boomerang, Mongal. Uh. Then you can have some character moments there. Cause well, most of them are just oh, meeting for the first time, so they don't really care about each other. But say mm-hmm. we have a scene with Harley Quinn and Captain Boomerang, who were established as friends, cause they were also oh, yeah, right. they were also friends with I know uh, friends with um, uh, friends in the previous movie because they were in the previous movie rather. So there's that, and then you can throw in Javelin, who entrusted the Javelin to Harley Quinn. Oh, that's a character moment mm-hmm. in itself. Mm-hmm. Or what if there's a revived Drick flag? That's another moment with Harley Quinn or Bloodsport because it's mm. defined na their friends rin. It adds an emotional weight to the final battle. Oh, nga, no? Oh, nga, it's actually interesting. Mm-mm. So, la lang. Like, just like a wasted opportunity lang if they were gonna go down that route. And then, mm. ayun. Pero for the most part, the movie, these are just nitpicks. Uh, someone who. But that's an interesting insight. Uh-uh. Yeah. But like, yeah. Yun, yeah, like it's a w- wasted potential, Shadon. But honestly, I wouldn't change the film. <laughs> like mm-hmm. the film re- did it really well. I love, I love every aspect of it. Uh, it's definitely due for another rewatch. Para sa akin, I'm probably gonna rewatch this every year because it's honestly the best thing DC has made. Uh, mm-hmm. Like. There, I can only say I, I said yeah like I only consider three DC films good and this is the fourth and the best one ayun so mm. yeah so it just makes me think like where, where where can they go from here like what happens in the next mm-hmm. Suicide Squad movie like as I pointed out yeah like um, I don't want Harley Quinn in the next movie um, and I feel like at this point uh Unless they... Because James Gunn got full creative control in this movie. And if they're gonna give him that again, I doubt he will be allowed to use Ratcatcher, King Shark, and Bloodsport na at this point. Because they're the Ooh. most popular characters from this movie. They made this movie. And I expect they're okay. going to sell a lot because of those three characters. Uh-huh. So I doubt he can kill them off that easily. That that's mm-hmm. the that's a bad thing about movies like this. The ones who survive and are really likable, like people have a connection to it, to them. Like the reason mm-hmm. why like Jai Courtney's Captain Boomerang was killed was because no one really cared about Captain Boomerang in the first film. They only cared about Harley Quinn and oh, Deadshot, okay. and Deadshot's not in this movie. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Rick Flag, uh, he got killed in this movie. No one really cared about him. Everyone liked him, but no one cared cared about him. Like he wasn't like a uh, mm-hmm. super like aspect of this, you know. Uh, they run the risk of alienating a lot of fans if they kill Ratcatcher, especially right, Ratcatcher right, right. and King Shark. Like uh-huh. we can find a way to kill Bloodsport, but King Shark and Ratcatcher are probably big no nos at this point. There was actually a I I read an article I forgot which article um from what website there was actually an initial plan where Ratcatcher two was going to be killed in the movie, oh, but they were okay. like it's too dark. 
so uh-huh, they kept uh-huh. her alive. But yeah, no. So it's an interesting thing, lang to ano, especially now with how the DCEU is, uh, DCEU is you know, trajectory in DCEU now. Like they're going for more multiversal stuff. So the other things that we have to look forward to are you know the Black Adam movie starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um, we're never gonna get a Zack a continuation to Zack Snyder's Justice League. Uh, but um, we're also having the Flash movie, which is going to star Michael Keaton as Batman, uh, a role he played in the eighties. So mm-hmm. that's interesting. So I I wonder how they're going to connect that with everything. And of course, um, we're also getting the Peacekeeper TV show. That's why he's alive okay. in the end. Like James Gunn filmed a TV show starring John Cena's Peacekeeper. And let me just okay. say, John Cena is such a good bad guy. I wish he'd do it in wrestling. He's so good as a bad guy here. Mm-hmm. Like, I love Peacekeeper in this movie. Wala lang. Ayan. So, and dami ko sinabi. That was a lot from <laughs> me this episode. I am so sorry, Pao. She's like on her chair right now with her head resting on her hand. No, it's it's really meant to be an episode where you would be talking a lot mm-hmm. because of, you know, um where the episode is really meant to go considering the movie and, you know, how is this more centric on your interest and me just here giving my um personal remarks and comments uh, you know, gestures to that tirade over Starro earlier. But yeah, b- basically just to um support you then in this whole um stuff about this episode and don't worry gabby because you know i think next episode there will be a slight reversal (laughs) i guess because um it's quite um a mouthful then for me i can feel it because i've been starting Mm -hmm. on it for the past um yeah i think over the past day or Mm -hmm. so na I, yesterday adorable. I was playing The Hauntings <laughs> I was playing The Hauntings It's this game on Steam And it's uh, it's a playtest mm-hmm. So talagang alpha version palang talaga ng game It's really really super um, Early dev stages siya And then um, At the time I was just like Ranting out over the Parang ganito rin Gabby and I are over Discord And we're just like I'm just going on this rant for like 20 minutes And be like there's no ghost. Wait lang. I, I Hello, it's been 20 minutes. <laughs> Are you here? Are you here? Wait lang. I'm going to go to this room. Oh, there's a basement. And Gabby's like, only you are so happy to see a basement leading down, you know, to this dark place. Ikaw lang yata yung masaya sa ganyan. But yeah, more of that actually next week because I will be expounding on um, the way that Gabby did with his um, interests then today, which is more of the... Um, superhero aspect of like um, books, comics, and movies. On my end, I'll be talking more about horror Ayan. next week, which is something that I'm super excited to talk about then. So, kung gano rin ka mouthful si Gabi on this app, pretty sure it's gonna be a mouthful for me also on the next Although, episode. I have something to add. If they ever do make a Justice League Dark movie, I feel like you'll be super interested in that. Because the Justice League Dark mm. is like a section of the DC universe. They're basically a Justice League where they all they deal in the occult. Ooh, so their so their leader is I think I've mentioned him before. I'm, I um see John Constantine. 
So, siya yung leader nila. Tapos, yung mga mm-hmm. members nila are, like, two of them are, like, demons. I just dropped something. Uh, two of them are just demons, <laughs> and uh, one is a magician. And then, si John Constantine, who's basically an occult defect, uh, defective detective. Bah. <laughs> Ayan. And then, I guess you can also look forward uh-huh. to Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. It's being made by Sam Raimi, who is known for the horror series The Evil Dead. And I know um, it's said to have a lot of horror elements uh, coming, like in, in the sequel to Doctor Strange, diba? So, ayun. Mm. So. Gusto ko yung additional, uh, it's, no, it's known to have more horror elements. The una ko naisip was, do these horror elements, are these horror elements considered horror elements for power? No. It's apparently according <laughs> to the, that. according to the interviews, there are a lot of gothic horror elements in the film. Mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm. if you've seen I don't know if you've seen any of Raimi's the original Raimi Spider-Man trilogy uh, she shakes her head um, <laughs> but yeah no so if you see like Spider-Man movies are not traditionally horror films but if you actually watch the older Raimi films a lot of them have some horror like shots like just mga uh-huh. horror horror shots like how they're filmed they look like it's it looks like a horror film talaga <laughs> kasi mm, Raimi Sam Raimi was known for horror and apparently he's putting that into full effect in the next Doctor Strange movie like it's not gonna mm, be a straight up okay. horror film but there will be a lot of gothic horror elements to it and considering it's Doctor mm. Strange it could be in the realm of possibly uh Lovecraftian, I know. Because he's all about the mystic. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so that might pique your interest in the future. I don't know. Uh huh. Yep. But yeah, more of that actually next week. Mm-hmm. And yes, and I'm super excited because it's one thing that um, I guess, in a sense, at least based on how I see. Like mostly interactions then on the gamer girls Philippines group. It's like one of the things na medyo mas on the minority kami na medyo mas mm-hmm. into horror talaga. Mm-hmm. Like for example, I, I just to give an, another teaser lang for what's gonna be in store for the next episode would be yesterday I was like talking to Gabby and then I was playing the hauntings and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is um mas horror pato mas horror at least yung feel niya kaysa kay phasmophobia. Because phasmophobia isn't horror. Then Gabby goes like. Phasmophobia isn't horror. Because <laughs> I'm like, no, because you know, the, you go inside, everything's well lit, everything's like nicely placed. So, yes, more of that next week about what's really horror, what I would consider as horror, because I go beyond jump scares, you know. Parang, I, I want to kind of like di- um, diverse the whole. Um, paano ba? Uh, get out of the way na parang pagsinabing horror, it's just like scary faces na biglang pumubulaga sa the screen small so i'm so really so excited to talk about that next week guys so we hoped we sparked your inner nerd again today the nerd savers are also on social media so like us on facebook at the nerd savers podcast and tell us what you think about our show other potential topics and basically anything else you'd like to hear from us Ayan. Catch you guys again soon. And until the next time, it was our pleasure to talk with you. And super excited to um, hear your insights again. Um, catch us on Facebook. Looking forward to the comments that you guys will be sharing with us. 
when you listen to this podcast or even our pilot app or you know just drop us a line tell us what you think tell us the other things that you'd want us to talk about so once again this has been the nerd savers podcast with gabby and pow e- <laughs> <laughs> so we have uh,